Today we're going to talk to Gina from Sister Core. Did I get that right? You did. Sister Core. And, uh, you know, it started with Sisters on the Fly, but it is a group of ladies that they don't just go cook for people in need or help after a disaster by donating, you know, stuffed animals and sheets and pillows. They actually put on a tool belt and go help rebuild Uh, houses and anything else that people need that, you know, not everybody qualifies for the emergency help they need. So they go in there, take up a little bit of that slack and do some good. And I think that's so awesome. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Sounds exciting. Welcome Welcome to the RV RV Small Talk Podcast, where we talk about lightweight trailers, truck campers, and the people, places, and adventures that go along with them. We're your hosts from Princess Craft RV. I'm Lindsay. Oh, that's painful. (laughs) I know. You never have to say who you are, but when you start off, you do. I do. I'm Lindsay. And I'm PJ. And Clint is not with us today. He is actually... He's not dead. He's right there. Yeah, but he's He's not podcasting with us, right? But I can see him. Don't worry. Clint's okay. He's dearly departed. (laughs) So if you want to hear more... Uh, RV Small Talk podcast. Uh, you can go to rvsmalltalk.com and there's all kinds of podcasts that we have done. Some with Clint, some without. <laughs> Most with Clint. <laughs> and uh, you can also check out all of our rallies that are put on here at Princess Craft um, because I know a lot of you guys want to get out there and get camping. We had t- Lindsay, tell us real quickly about the rallies. Uh, there's the Texas Tiny Trailer Rally. It is in the fall and the spring every year. So there's two. And then there's a Texas Truck Camper Rally. It doesn't matter how big your rig is. It doesn't matter where you bought it from. And it doesn't matter how old it is. We just want to hang out with you. So if either of those rallies sound interesting, check out princesscraft.com. In the upper right-hand corner, you'll see Texas Tiny Trailer Rally and Texas Truck Camper Rally. You can click on there, check out the dates, and sign up. Oh, they free. Free? Free. Free. Like, don't cost anything. Yeah, free. All right. So free rallies. Free. Very cool. All right. Hey, Lindsay, when is the last time you picked up a hammer and built something or fixed something? When I was like nine years old. So it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I it is not something I do very often either, but a lot of women are pretty good at it. So, Gina, thanks for joining us from SisterCore. And I would love to hear how this organization got started. Well, thanks for having me. It's Absolutely. great to be here with you, too. Are um, you sure? Thanks, I don't know. I, thanks for putting up with us. We're a little iffy right now <laughs> <laughs> at this moment, but that could change. It could. All right. <laughs> so, SisterCore. Sister Core is born out of the vision of two women, extraordinary ladies, Leanne Moore and Sherry Gibbons, in 2017, as they sat around a campfire after Hurricane Harvey had hit, mm-hmm. thinking about what they could do and how they could go about helping others who had just survived a disaster. Mm-hmm. And so they started putting their minds together and talking to other women they knew, and hence Sister Core was brought alive and what that looks like in 2017 is all of these women 
after coordinating efforts with Port Aransas down at the coast of Texas, identified those individuals that needed serious help. Why? Because the news cameras had already been there and left. FEMA had already been on the ground and done their thing and left. And then we had those individuals who were without any assistance or, or help. Those people were identified, and therefore our wonderful women with a lot of different skills went to Port A. And they were rebuilding, tearing out sheetrock, tearing out flooring, putting in new floors, putting in new sheetrock, tape, float, paint, etc., so that individuals could get back into their homes and be a little more self-sustaining and get on with living their lives. Wow. Well, I have so many questions just from that blurb. And the first one is, how do you identify people that are kind of caught in that space where they don't get assistance, but they can't really live in their home or maybe didn't have insurance or I mean, how do you how do you locate people like that? Right. Yeah. Great question. Many of those individuals have been identified to Sister Corps through someone that lives in that community. So most of our volunteers, well, let me preface that bad statement. Our volunteers live across the United States. Okay. East Coast, West Coast, Southern to Northern, even into Canada. And so they are well aware of what's happening in their state, in their county, in their communities. And when they see a need, they bring it up. They send it over to Sister Corps and say, hey, okay. how can we help? Right? Okay. And that's how the majority have come to us to date. Uh, Sister Corps has been in existence for almost six years now. Mm-hmm. But with our growth comes knowledge. And so we have built partnerships with what we call the VOADs across the United States, which are voluntary organizations aiding in disasters. And there, they work very closely with FEMA and other uh, EOCs or emergency operations within various municipalities and counties. Mm -hmm. And so now we're starting to get that information from those partnerships. And we're very excited about that. So we have some right now that we're waiting to see how it's going to turn out in the coming months. And we may be deploying back to some areas we've already been because of the vast number of individuals who need assistance. So somebody needs assistance, right? They're identified as someone who doesn't have any more resources available to them to improve their living conditions. Mm-hmm. How do, how do you do new sheetrock and new floor? I mean, that's expensive. Somebody has to buy the stuff. I mean, I get that you guys can put it in, but who buys it? Sister Core. So you buy the materials and do the repairs. That's correct. At no charge to the homeowner. That's correct. So when you look at Sister Core, you're looking at this uh, cadre of women coming in to help you put your lives back together in this community and we get down there we already have an idea based Mm -hmm. on the boots on the ground that are feeding us information as to what needs to happen and what needs to be done but we we put a team out there early on to go assess 
with our own eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And then we get the credit card out for Sister Core, mm-hmm. and that's where we go buy the materials. Most recently in Florida, uh, we spent a little over twenty thousand dollars on that project. We were in Vico, Kentucky, spent roughly eight to ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Very different projects, but these people needed so much assistance. Mm-hmm. And that was just a minute segment that we were able to help. And there's so many more out there still today needing assistance. But our our women, who many of them travel in trailers, much like you have here at Princess Craft. Right. And even some of our women volunteers know Princess Craft very well. And potentially, if I were to if we were to look at the laundry list of volunteers, you might recognize some of their names. <laughs> but uh, most of them are traveling in their own trailers, RVs, mm-hmm. motorhomes, tents. However, they are out uh, in the world glamping and camping, mm-hmm. right? and uh, they travel on their own dime. They're spending their own gas money, pulling their own trailers, coming uh, with their things to keep them sustainable. Sister Core, however, sets up mess tents, if you will, or kitchens to cook and provide meals for all of our volunteers. So it's, it's just an amazing organization. And yet we're small, but we're powerful. I, I, it sounds like a, a, a ton of fun in the way that it is a uh, probably a very tight-knit group when you start working on a project and yes. the camaraderie. But there's tons of organizations that you can volunteer and do things in. I mean, tons. Absolutely. So why Sister Corps? I mean, what's the draw? I not not to sound callous or yeah. uncaring, but why Sister Corps? I think Sister Corps is unique in this one very special way. It's all women. Many of these women are married or have significant others, but they're not allowed to come. It's the women who are traveling, who are doing the work. These women, many of them are skilled with um, chainsaws, various saws, electrical uh, or cordless power tools today, right? Uh, Many of them are certified in various equipment operation operation of equipment, large equipment. These things are very needed. But you don't have to be a volunteer with these skill sets or certifications to be part of Sister Corps. That's what I was going to ask. So... I mean, what if you have what if you have a job and then and then nobody knows how to how to do, do it. drywall? Oh, uh, yeah, what do, whatever. You, do y'all just figure it out? Do you we call try- in an expert? Correct. Yes. Okay. A little of all of the above. <laughs> all of the above. A little of all of the above. Resourceful. But I will tell you that we have been really blessed uh, on some of these projects where we've had uh, our women who were not as skilled in some of these areas as Mm -hmm. others, Mm -hmm. right? Or perhaps some of our more skilled women were on one project and this project overlapped. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have had teachers come in from various other organizations to train, to do training a day or two in advance, right? And, And it's just remarkable how the community rises to the top to help us do the very best job we can 
Mm-hmm. So. Well, you can't really learn to drywall and, you know, finish out the interior of a home in one or two days. That's correct. So they teach you just the basics of how to get started. Do they help you along the way? No, they don't help you along the way, but they do provide, uh, in this particular instance I'm referring to, inspection, mm-hmm. if you will, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it was during the course of the inspection that some things were tweaked, mm-hmm. but then turned out to be cream of the crop product. Wow. So it's it's pretty amazing uh, to see this in action and to watch these women. Mm-hmm. But back to, uh, Lindsay, your comment about, I think where you might have been going was if you don't possess these skill sets. Mm-hmm. There's so many other tasks that can be done on these projects. Debris removal, mm-hmm. being a runner or a gopher. You know, it's extremely important that if, PJ, if you're cutting two buys or sheetrock and you're, Lindsay, in the house ready to install it, well, getting it from PJ to you is extremely important. And that is a runner or a gopher Mm -hmm. that can help do that. So the project goes faster. It's it's, uh, much more timely. Right. Mm -hmm. You're not wasting a cutter's Uh time and efforts or you as an installer. But those runners and gophers are very important. So does somebody assign everybody a role when they get there? I I mean, I'm assuming you have like a project manager. manager. Correct. There is a project manager. And as these women sign up, uh, if they are new to us, they will fill out information sheet that identifies what skills Mm -hmm. that they do possess. Uh, and then if they don't possess any skills, then we will assign them. But also remember that kitchen staff is extremely important, mm-hmm. right? You have to feed, you have to provide nourishment for your workers, especially to keep them healthy mentally and physically. It also, I think, gives you a, a time to sit, relax, create a community you know, all of that, all of those things that probably need to happen in a project like that. So how long do you usually spend in a project? Is it like a few days, a week, two weeks? You know what? Typically it's a week, could be up to two weeks. Mm -hmm. Some of our volunteers come in, but they're only able to be there hypothetically three days. They're there and they're out, right? Mm -hmm. So, but then potentially somebody else may rotate in. So you have that ebb and flow and you have to be flexible because there are challenges along the way, right? That sounds like a story. Well, challenges. <laughs> it is. It's it's always a story when you talk about yeah. weather, right? Mm-hmm. And look at the inclement weather that we have mm-hmm. today. The exhausting heat, the humidity, the downpouring of rain. Right. Storms may come up and there may be lightning. It may mm-hmm. halt anything that you're doing outside. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily everything is inside an enclosed area. Right. So there have been opportunities that we've gone out on and there was so much devastation that you literally had to remove the debris outside before you could get to the inside. Mm-hmm. So there's there's just it's like pulling the layers back on an onion. Mm-hmm. of the various roles that you may be taking on. Right, right. So I'm curious, how did you get involved with this group? Well, I've been a member of Sister on the Fly for uh, almost eight years now. 
But um, and can you explain, Sister on the Fly, while we're there, there just might be somebody out there who doesn't know who that is. Right. Well, Sister on the Fly is much like many of our other camping organizations for women, Uh like Camping Buddies, for example. Mm -hmm. But it's that place where you bring women together. And what do we do best? We support and mentor one another. Uh, We're there to share and to... um, share stories and to offer suggestions when asked. Mm-hmm. It is that camaraderie. That's that's what you see when you bring women together is that type yeah. of holding one another up when times are tough. And that's what makes Sister Corps so wonderful out in these natural disaster areas and part of the recovery is it's not always about swinging that hammer or using that saw or that chainsaw but when you as a survivor walk up to me, I'm going to, and you start talking, I'm going to set that tool down. Because listening and opening up your heart and showing that compassion is something so very strong and so surreal for these survivors to be able to have that listening ear for someone who cares enough to stop what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's very impactful. You know, all that is so true. People that have been through disasters, they need more than the physical things. They need the emotional healing as well. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the nice thing about when you bring women of all walks of life, many are retired. Many are still working. They're still employed. But everyone has a story to share. Mm hmm. Many have been through natural disasters, tornadoes, hurricanes, floods, fires. Mm-hmm. So they understand what that's like. And it's just it's just super cool. You know, yeah. I, I'm, I know I'm kind of getting deep and in the, in the weeds here. <laughs> We're going to pull you out and, of the weeds and, here yeah. really quick. Pull, pull me out of the weeds. But um, there's, yeah. there's nothing like volunteering. You know, and we see it all the time. Right now, Maui happens to be in the headlines, right? Right. Daily news. But I can assure you that Maui is horrific, and we pray for all of those people there. But there's another disaster that's waiting to happen, or it has happened, and it's just not making the news like Maui is. Well, I think, unfortunately, there's no shortage of need in the world right now. And I don't think anybody would uh, would disagree. Right. Um, And it's really cool. I mean, that's why we wanted to have you on here is to talk about, you know, some of the great things that are happening in the world. Absolutely. And some of the things that make a difference. And, you know, it doesn't sound like and this is all right. I'm going to just step out there and say, Sister Corps probably isn't changing the world, right? But they're changing life for that one family or that one group Mm -hmm. that really needs help. And if we all did a little bit of that, that would change the world. So my hat's off to you guys. I think it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Now, can I go back? Because I don't think you skirted it, but I think you're so passionate about this. You just get in the weeds with it. So how'd you get here? Sisters on the fly. Well, we didn't get there yet. We didn't get there yet. (laughs) 
So uh, Leanne Moore reached out to me Uh and with my uh, experience on nonprofit 501c3 boards previously. Okay. And the fact that I can talk to a wooden post. And uh, Mm -hmm. does it listen? That's what I want to know. Is that wooden post really listening? It may listen more intently than some people I know. Okay. I I get that. I just, you know, but um, so I'm I'm in there helping. Uh huh. I'm helping, and I hope that I'm helping a little bit. Yeah. I hope that I'm I'm out there doing some beneficial things in order to spread the word, get the message out, and to empower women. I think it's extremely important that uh, we empower women to be out there, learn new things. Yeah, and and that is really what the heart of Sisters on the Fly is to me. Okay. You know, because they get women out there camping. So many of them, they haven't camped before or they right. haven't camped by themselves. That's right. Um, and they get them out there doing things like fishing and traveling and, you know, kayaking or uh, I, I don't know. I, those are all water things, but pretty much any event, they have right. all kinds of events where you just camp together, get to know each other, have fun, have parties, a lot of dressing up, and occasionally some uh, drinking and no, and and surely it must and, be a virgin drink and and, and partying <laughs> and just I think you're mistaken celebrating. <laughs> well, so think- if you guys are interested, you should look up Sisters on the Fly, and if you want to get involved, they're a great group, and it was sisters that actually came up with this idea. That's correct. And that's how they knew you? Yes. Okay, so what's the craziest thing you've ever done with the sisters? Come on. I, I want to hear. Don't, I don't know if I can divulge that. I want to hear. I actually, oh. got a, I actually got a badge for it. Uh-oh. What's, what's your sister number? Oh, it's... it's Also a secret? No, it's six, 6858. 6858. Yeah. I just had to make sure you were a real sister. I am. Every sister knows their number. That's right. Yeah. Every sister can we identify. Number. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> Sixty-eight fifty-eight. How yeah. many sisters are there? Uh, you know, I can't answer you as far as the active numbers, but I mm-hmm. know that we're up near what twenty-two thousand or twenty-two thousand plus in that number. Twenty-two thousand right? people, right? That have signed up as sisters on the fly, right? Lindsay, yeah. why haven't we done that? Because we don't camp. What? I mean, we camp, but. Oh, not enough. Can you explain? No, <laughs> we we don't ca- we don't camp enough. I think I didn't join because I felt like as a dealership, I didn't want to like infringe. I didn't want to make it weird. Yeah, I think I didn't join because I everybody would just call me a baby and pinch my cheeks. Well, we're still going to do that. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not joining. But, but then okay. they might might hand you a mojito or something. I mean, I you know. just like looking at all the campers because I feel like Sisters on the Fly have the coolest, weirdest, best campers. I feel like they're just like eccentric and they always have really cool decorated campers. Oh, absolutely. And sometimes they don't and that's fine too, but. Yeah. It's pretty colorful. So can you join sisters if you don't have a cool decorated camper? You just have like a regular boring camper? Absolutely. You don't need a camper at all. Uh, Yeah. Lots of sisters tent camp. 
Or they don't do that either. Oh, they're just a sister? Yeah, absolutely. So you said a lot of the people in Sister Corps have trailers. Can you join Sister Corps if you don't have a trailer as well? Absolutely. And so how does it work as far as like somebody identifies somebody that needs help and then do they just put it out there and whoever wants to come to that project or do they reach out to everybody in that state and say... Sure. I would think somebody has to figure out if it's a viable project or not. Right. If it's something that you could actually accomplish. Well, yeah, but as a volunteer, how do you get called to jobs? Do you just say... Check out our website at uh, sister-course.org and go into uh, volunteer and look at the projects that are currently available. Oh, so you can just look at the projects and say, I think I want to drive over here and do this project. That's right. Ooh. We, we currently have a project up that will be in Sequoia National Park. Okay. I want to go. Coming up in September. So we don't always just do things to help people get back in their homes. Mm-hmm. We also do environmental projects. And so we currently have one. Uh, what is today the 17th 17th i think we have one that kicks off in sequoia in the next couple of days and then we'll repeat and do another one in september and what are you doing so, so the so the women are out there and they're great stewards so they're doing things with the botanist they're cleaning up some of the trails they're pulling out uh, doing some fire mitigation uh, whatever the park has identified for them to do they'll be there about a week uh, watch out for the bears and all the other godly creatures Mm -hmm. right Uh, but you're in sequoia national park it's beautiful i mean my gosh how bad could it be it's gorgeous just amazingly beautiful yeah so wow so you can go onto our website and look at pictures from past uh environmental projects like sequoia because they've been there for now the past several years Uh and it's just you're right how much greater can it get? Yeah, wow. And we can put a link to that website in our show notes in yes. case anybody wants to find it. Absolutely. Right, Caitlin? Right. Yeah. Caitlin said yes. Absolutely. Caitlin well, said we Caitlin could do it. Caitlin says yes. She We're said we in. could do it. Mm-hmm. All right. But sisters, uh, Sister Corps is also involved in uh, blood drives. Uh-huh. So we encourage women who follow us to go out and donate blood in the name of Sister Corps. It's extremely important. There's such a great need across the country right now. Do you know what? I donate blood like as every, I think it's like every five weeks they'll let you or something. And it there's always that space there that says, do you want to donate in in like name of someone. in the name of someone and I always leave it blank but you know what I'm going to put next time Sister Corps heck yes All right. <laughs> awesome <laughs> that's beautiful well does uh, it, it make a difference it, well it helps to spread awareness about women right uh-huh. uh, and encouraging women if you're not donating blood go donate blood but you're also helping someone right you're saving a life potentially right. so it's right. cool stuff luggage of love Something else. Luggage of of love. I don't know what that is. It's one of our uh, sister core projects as well. And that's where we provide backpacks and different uh, uh, little suitcases, if you will, to women in shelters with very needed uh, hygiene items and maybe accessories for for their hair or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, We do that often. So it's really very cool impactful again so there's all kinds of things that we're involved in okay i the next question 
Um, so much of this seems to involve, I mean, volunteer time, all of that, but there's money involved with donating things, uh, with luggage of love, mm-hmm. with buying a whole lot of supplies to rebuild someone's home or, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, where do these funds come from? So what I'd say is visit our website at sister-core.org and go to donate. Uh, we are building a great support foundation and uh, people are donating to us all the time. And so it's people don't always have the time because you're working. Family is happening. Life is just happening. But you can donate money to help Sister Corps and continue to help propel us forward by helping other people. So all of those materials we're paying for, right? And so that comes through donations for us to do that. A lot of our training for our women to be certified in different areas, we're paying for that training. So it comes through donations. It's uh, it's just a way for everyone to give give back to their communities. Are the people that manage this group paid in any way out of those funds? No, ma'am. We have no paid staff. Zero. Zero. Zero paid staff running this organization. That's correct. You know, that is almost unheard of in the volunteer sector. Right. Uh, because you have to pay the permanent people to keep it running, to identify what's needed, yeah. to take care of the programs. That's quite incredible. So every penny goes for assistance. That's correct. So women only, correct? Correct. What about age? Wow. Great, great question. Oh, good question, Lindsay. I'm I'm asking for my five-year-old daughter. (laughs) Well, five is probably too young. Okay. Okay. Well, we do have some restrictions. (laughs) There, There you go. You know what? 18 to 83 is what we're looking at right now. Wow. Uh, Why not 84? Well, if 84 wants to come join us, we just haven't had one yet. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So absolutely. Uh, Most recently in uh, Florida, I think it was, we had uh, 45 to 80 or 45 to 81. Okay. Right. And so that's the thing, right? Women want to get out and help. Mm-hmm. And we empower them. We're to pretty the best good at helping. Ability. Yeah. We need you guys on Sister Corps. Come join I'm us. Down. All right. We I can just go to, to sistercores.org and uh, then we can check out the volunteer tab and see what kind of projects they have going on. Yeah. I am ready. Right and I would like to just say out loud that is sister dash C O R P S. Dot org. Dot org. Correct. That's correct. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Very exciting. You can also look at training opportunities under that uh, upcoming volunteer. And do you train for free? Yes. So. Well, not all, not all trainings. There is some cost to some of them. But currently, this next week, we have a wilderness training, which is just more in-depth, enhanced uh, first aid stuff. But that's in North Carolina, and mm-hmm. that's a week long. And uh, But then in October, we have a training coming up that, that offers carpentry and audiovisual. Very cool. All kinds of things. All right. I would like your 30-second elevator pitch for Sister Core, with all the enthusiasm 
you can muster. What is so cool about Sister Corps? Sister Corps, all women doing great things for the community, giving back to those in the greatest need who've been overlooked or forgotten or feel that they've been overlooked or forgotten, getting them back into their homes so that they can live their lives more normally than living under a tent on their property. I think it's just fabulous. Grab your hammer, grab your saws, come help us, come join us, participate. And if you can't do that, at least follow us and share the information. Yeah. Well, we can do some of that and maybe someday all of it. Perfect. It sounds so cool. I am so glad you stopped in to tell us all about that because you know what? I am very familiar with Sisters on the Fly. I have been in this industry, following them, following all of the camping groups. And until a few weeks ago, I had never heard of Sister Corps. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm, I know. I'm so thankful I could pop in. And you were right next door. I know. Absolutely. I live here in your backyard practically. All right. How well, cool. That is cool. That's awesome. Well, y'all look it up. Everything's in the show notes. And uh, we will see you again, maybe sometime soon. Wait, have we Wait. Have we done a Wait. podcast since Clint lit the trailer? Because can we give a shout out to our background real quick? If you guys aren't watching, if you're just listening, this isn't going to make any sense. But um if you're watching on YouTube, um, Clint did this awesome thing where he took this trailer sidewall and mounted it on the wall and then backlit it. And it's beautiful. And it looks it like a beautiful. floating, glowing trailer. <laughs> and now we have to decorate that trailer. So what do we do? Do Ooh. we put the standard pinstripes? Uh, camo yeah. is out. You put okay? my face. No suggestions on camo. You put my face really big on it. Yeah, maybe. We, we can't decide the next step. So if you guys have ideas, please uh, give us a, a shout out and let us know. And I don't know how. Where? Where do we, I where don't do we know. Leave Just comments? yell it into the air. Just, yeah, send us your <laughs> mental vibes because what? obviously we're not too good at electronics. I don't know. What? Don't. Women. Website. Website. Oh, I, social I, I media. thought this was the goalpost. It's almost football season, y'all. Social media, <laughs> RV Small Talk on Facebook. Let us know what we should put on the trailer. <laughs> was that the dub? Was that the win? The dub for I get the website. Win? Oh. Oh, well, but you know what? They could also go on Apple podcast and rate and review us. They could. That would be something too. (laughs) (laughs) Clint, come back. (laughs) We can't talk into microphones without you. He's so ashamed he's walking out. Well, this has been fun. Thank you for sitting through this. My pleasure. I'm so thankful to you for having me. Oh, man. Well, you know what? You'll have to come back. We're going to have lots more fun. And um, and maybe Clint can join. And there will be something on that maybe trailer. Maybe we'll let Clint join. I don't know. <laughs> maybe we will. Well, if you guys are still hanging in with us, we thank you. And we promise to be back next time with something different, hopefully something interesting. And maybe we'll let Clint talk. Maybe. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.